0: Why don't you get your Bibles as she's playing and open to Philippians chapter 1. We'll stay in the spirit of ministry of God's presence. We'll stay with the ministry of God. Amen. Philippians chapter 1. Keep getting soaked with God. We need the manna. We need Christ the Word. We need Christ our drink to nourish our lives. Philippians 1 verse 19. That's what we've been praying for one another this morning. I want you to read it. I want you to read it and personalize it philippians 1 verse 19 for i know that this will turn out for my deliverance i know say i know that's an intuition that's something in heart and spirit not your mind you know it's something you know tom as soon as you get up there could you philippians chapter 1, 19, if you would for i know for i know Will you say that? For I know. For I know. Intuitively. In my human spirit. For I know. I know my Redeemer lives. For I know how this will turn out. For I know. Amen. Say, I'm going with my no. Yes, you are. You're human spirit. He said, there's a spirit in man, Proverbs says. There's a spirit in man. That keeps him strong during infirmities put your hand right over your belly right here that's where you've been born again your human spirit you're regenerated by God if you've accepted Jesus he's not a fable it's eternal life and you know some things John the Apostle said these things are written that you might know that you might know amen no I have an anointing say with me I have an anointing within me and I know all things I know truth, reality, realism, aletheia. I know it because I know my Redeemer lives. And I know my Redeemer lives in me. And I know something. And I know something. And I know that this will turn out. I know how it's going to turn out. For I know that this shall turn to my salvation, to my healing it means, to my deliverance it means. In your life, say I know. I know my Redeemer lives. I know how this will turn out. It'll be good for me of an expected end. I know, I know, I know. Amen. I know that this shall turn out for my salvation. Yeah, give Him praise for my deliverance, for my furtherance. You know, you know, saints, you know, you know that are born again. You that are born again, you know some things. You know what hour you're in. You know the Lord in that hour. You know some things. Get out of your head. Listen and take heed of your spirit. You're a life giving spirit, a living pneuma. Stay out of your head and all that drama. Live by pneuma, live by life. It'll anchor you, secure you. For I know that this shall turn out for my deliverance, salvation, for the furtherance. How? Through your prayers. Say, I'm a saint of God, and I'm a prayer warrior. I pray right now. I pray in the midnight hour. I pray. God's calling me to pray. You're a believer. You're a prayer. I'm called to pray before the sun comes up. I'm praying the night hour when he wakes me up. Before the sun comes up, I pray. Before he wakes me up, I pray. Say, I'm praying. We need to start praying as the church right now. Amen? We're praying. Right now, there's groanings going out right now. If you're around God, you know that He'll cause you to begin to have a burden and to begin to groan. Say groanings. Romans chapter 8 says we groan. We have groanings. Amen. By His Spirit. That means burdens. That means things you begin to call out for. That means things you begin to cry out for. God's going to call you. He's going to awaken you to groan for His will, Romans 8 says. To groan for His will, He says. To groan for His will in your life. For the will of God in the earth. To groan right now. Amen? You start praying in the awakening. When He wakes you up, you start that groan. You start that crying out. He places a burden on His people. On you, on me, on the body of Christ. To groan right now. For our nation, right? you got to groan for it right now. Gross darkness is covering it's, co- it's covering, it is But we're groaning It's covering, but we're groaning And co-laboring with Jesus Christ By the Spirit of God Praying the will of God Where's that? Okay, you already went there Well, I'll read this while we're there So to the Holy Spirit comes to our aid Say, He comes to my aid He's the succor. He stands alongside He's within me, say He's within me Say this with me Greater is He that's in me Greater than he that's in me, than he that's in this world. The wicked one touches me not. I've been born again to overcome every single thing. Satan, sin, sickness, disease. Every single thing we're called to be. Amen? That's the written word of God, Logos. So to the Holy Spirit comes to our aid. He's with you. Say, he's with me. He never leaves me. Say, he never leaves me. Nor forsakes me. That I might boldly say some things. Amen. He bears us up in our weakness. For we do not know what prayer to offer, nor how to offer it, worthily as we ought to. But the Spirit, say the Spirit, Himself goes to meet our supplication and pleads on our behalf. In, say in. And on. Say on. Say in and on our behalf with unspeakable say unspeakable unspeakable yearnings deep calls to deep yearn and call yearn and draw on him amen break out of your mind we can't just pray the lord's prayer and see this happen it's groanings and intercessions where you're so divinely frustrated that you cause for a heavenly intercession have you ever been there i'm there I'm there, and He's aiding me, and He's strengthening me. And I hit my knees, and I cry out, God. Amen? Cry out to the Lord. You do that, because He's working in us for the all things. Say the all things. For the good things. For the perfect will of God. You house Him. Let Him pray. Join Him in prayer. Amen? Plead in our behalf with unspeakable yearnings and groanings, too deep for utterance you feel that call of God We got to awaken. We're awakening church. We're awakening the body of Christ is awakening. You can be seated We're awakening. We are the Saints of God go back to Philippians for me one Tom 119 Pay attention to that divine frustration write it down pay attention to the divine frustration in your gut. Say gut. In your spirit. Pay attention to that frustration. I'm saying he- divine. Say divine frustration. See, we won't do it if we're comfortable. We won't go there. We'll just lay down and lay back. But we get in that place where there's a squeeze. And then he says, here's a divine frustration. Now, let's co-labor into a heavenly intercession together. For I'm well assured and indeed know that through your prayers, listen to this, and the bountiful, say bountiful, bountiful, supply of the spirit of Jesus Christ. Say that with me. A bountiful supply of the spirit of Jesus Christ. Say it with me. A bountiful supply of the spirit of Jesus Christ. The, yeah, yeah. You can, you can thank him. Paul's radically on fire in the book of Philippians. That's a book of experience. Look what he's saying. I'm in prison because for the defense of the gospel he says. I'm in prison and I'm experiencing this thing called the prayers of the saints and the supply, the Epikoragos, you could find it. I wish I could find it. And one of the definition of Koragos is what I was praying this morning. It means like a band leader that provides the music for us, provides the instruments for us, the tools for us. That's the bountiful supply. Every single thing we need. The song, the instruments, the lead, the direction. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, God. For I'm well assured. Say, I'm well assured. I'm assured of some things. Listen. Sometimes Joshua says it like this, in Joshua 3, I think it's 4. And he said, listen, listen church, listen church in the wilderness, we have not been here ever before. We've not been in this place, in this circumstance, we've never been here before. Amen? Have you been there? I- I've never been where I am before. Anna's never been where she's been. I'm sure you haven't been where you've been. Huh? Huh? But he instructs us and tells us something. You can shoot over there real quick and keep. Well, I say, keep your finger, keep your finger ready for that one, and I'll finish it. Say, bountiful supply. Say, Philippians a book of experience. We're in the hours. We're in the days of the defense of the gospel. We are, huh? We're not without hope. I've never seen a generation. I've tell. I told a buddy last night. I, I told him I never seen a time in my lifetime where. The nations are trying to erase the identity of Jesus Christ. They want to erase Him. His identity and who He is. Amen? That's a sad thing. And then they want to silence His voice. In the nations, not just America, in the nations. And if you don't get a burden for that, you got to catch that burden and say, there's more to this. And Paul said, I've equipped you for this. Herald and preach that word of God. Whether it's favorable or not favorable, put that word in that place. Put that word in their face. Put that word. Preach the gospel. Amen? Amen. Say, I'm a preacher. Not a microphone. You live in your sphere. You're talking the word of God. Amen? You're piercing darkness with that word. Every single one of you. Tell your neighbor on the right. That means you. That's my left. That means you. You're a preacher, a herald of the gospel. I'm not talking about a five-fold person. I'm talking about we've all been given this ministry, Paul says, of reconciliation. Bring that light. Say Jesus won't be erased. His voice will not be silenced. Let me get back on, t- on task here. And this will turn out for my preservation, for the spiritual health, say spiritual health and welfare, of my soul, and avail toward the saving work of the gospel. Say this Philippians book is a book of experience. Don't you know the last few weeks we've had experiences, people talking from an experience. See, there Tris came, Anna came and testified. A testimony is a person that had an experience out of a test that they were in became a testimony and an experience with God. So Anna testified of an experience that she had with the Lord. Amen. Tris testified of an experience because he went through what six months of testing, there became a testimony, an experience. Say an experience. And this whole book lays out experiences. Hey, you're praying for me. Hey, there's a supply of the spirit for me. I'm experiencing it, Saints. That's what he's saying, right? And then in the middle of the, of the third chapter, he said, I want you to know something. I want you to know the fellowship of his sufferings. I want you to know, say no. I want you to experience some resurrection. I want you to experience. Say experience. Say he's a living Christ. And he's living in me. And I'm experiencing him. Amen. Amen. I told you earlier and exhorted you. Exodus 16, 17. It's not by accident. God is a God of divine order. And he laid it out to Moses and said, hey, there's manna for you in the morning. you got to eat. i got to feed you. you got to get strong through the manna, through the word of God. And then he said in 17th, the next verse, there's water for you to drink, son. There's water out of the rock. Take that water and drink it. Take that word and eat it. And then he says, let's go to warfare. Say war. Let's war with the Amalekites. You read your Bible. Say it's divine order. Say Christ didn't save you. Well, maybe some people need to get saved. (laughs) Say Christ didn't save you that you might just sit in a pew. Say Christ didn't save you to sit in a pew. That's not the vision or the dream of God. It's not the dream of His church. It never was. Amen? Put your hand over your heart. Say, I was born again of an incorruptible word. I was made alive when I once was dead. Amen? Amen. I'm birthed to war for Him and with Him. That's the order of God. You can't find a scripture that doesn't go in that order. Pretty cool. There, good. Thank you, Tom. Let's go through this. I'm gonna. I didn't plan all this, but let's glean Philippians. Let's finish some things. Amen. Paul, verse one. I'm just gonna go through it, and whatever hits, and I want to go on to it. And somebody remind me. I want to go to Joshua chapter three and four. That's something I wanted to do. This is something I'll just do right now. I'm in Philippians chapter one. I'm gonna start with the first verse. Paul and Timothy, bond servants of Christ Jesus. To all the saints, say I'm a saint. Yeah, no more of this. It's not a statue. You are a saint. Amen. You're a saint. You're a praying saint. You're not praying to a saint. You're a praying saint. Amen. You are the saints of God. You got to get it. Amen. We got to get it in this community. We got to get it in His church. We can't have mixtures. We got to do it for the defense of the gospel. Amen. We no don't mingling. Say no mingling. No mingling. No mingling. Only purity. Christ has committed us as chaste virgins, amen, as Nazareans that never cut their hair. I'm not going into that Babylon thing. Say, I'm not going in. I'm born in Zion. Say, I'm born in Zion. I've been born again. Say it with me. I've been born again of an incorruptible seed. I've been saved and made right before God, and now I'm to come out of a crooked generation. That's the gospel, amen? He said to all the saints in Christ Jesus, say, in Christ Jesus, Put that word in your mouth. Say, I'm a saint because I'm in Christ Jesus. I was telling Josh, he said, well, I want to study something. I said, I don't want you studying anything. I want you to take that word, put it in your mouth, and start decreeing it. I want that word to become an experience for you. I want you to begin to confess his word because sometimes you just read it and it's dead letter. You pick it up, eat it, put it in your mouth and say it. It becomes a life-giving spirit. I want you alive. I want you moving with God. That's how you do it. That's 101. You pray that word of God. You put it in your mouth and you say it out of your mouth and confess it till it gets in your heart so strong. Then it becomes a spirit of faith. Amen. I told him, do that. Don't waste your time reading theology. Don't waste your time reading about doctrine. Encounter Jesus and we all can. That's 101 pick up that word of God wherever it says in Christ Jesus say that means me I've been born again, and I'm in Christ Jesus, so I'm gonna say what he said about me when I was brand new I begin that Say the word of God We got to start somewhere folks. We are the speaking church in the earth First Corinthians 12 says we're not dumb idols. We don't follow mute people. We're not silent anymore. We're His living church, and we're to speak by the Spirit of God. And no man says, Jesus, be accursed. No man says, Jesus is Lord, but by the Holy Spirit. You're a speaking people, a speaking church. We got a voice, amen? Do not be silenced in this hour. Do not be erased. I woke up at 4 a.m. praying for several people in this house I want you to close your eyes, and I felt the burden of God, and I began to pray for them. I said, where are they? Where'd they go? Where are you, Adam? Where are you? God's not mad at you. Come back. Don't be erased. We need you in this race. Do not be erased. Come back. Come back to God. Come back to your place. Come back to Him. We need that treasure. Amen? Amen. Amen. We need that. Close your eyes. Every head bowed. Every eye closed. If you've been one of those... That you felt that going on in your life, that you went through one hardship and you feel Satan, that's his assignment, to erase your identity that God so graciously gave you. And to silence your voice where you speak no more. If that's you and you hear that sound, I'm not teaching right now. I'm breathing on that dead bone. Come back and come alive. I can't teach you into that. Prophesy you into that. If that's you, put your hand up. I've been erased, I've been vacant. I see hand. I see another hand. I see the other hand. Throw them both up to heaven right now. And God, breathe on these. Breathe on them. They'll live. They'll live. They'll live. And they come right back. That treasure comes to the surface. We need their voice, the word that you put in them to become the voice of God in them. Breathe on them. We're not teaching it. We prophesy. Lord, only you know. Breathe breath on these bones. Breathe on them. You that responded, just take the breath of God. Take that breath of God. I will not be erased. I will not be silenced as a voice. Amen. I'll fight for the workmanship through the years that God invested in me and who he made me through much tribulation, through much confirmation, through much. I won't let turn loose. I will not be erased and I will not be silenced. Amen too many of you. a lot of us in this for years a lot of us have been in here years and we've faced many afflictions And many are the afflictions of the righteous psalms 34 Say there are many There are many of the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord shall deliver him out of them all Amen. Amen every affliction. There's delivering Every way there's a way of God. That's why he's saying we have this assuredness We have an assurity we read earlier We know some things right? I can almost tell you almost always there's a way of God. Amen. There is a way. Almost always there's a way. Almost always there's a pattern that fits your situation. I want to say it 1000% because there's a few that maybe died in faith in a certain thing. But there's still a way of God. There's still a pattern that Jesus cut a way. And you're not walking alone. That path has already been there. There's some footsteps that already preceded us, no matter what we've gone through. He's already walked in them. He's already cut a path with them. He's pioneered it for us. And though you might go, What is going on? There's a way. Say, He is the way. He's the way of deliverance. He's the way. I just follow the way. With every humbling, Philippians said, there's an exalting. With every backside of the desert, when you feel erased, there's a burning bush coming, folks. There's a burning bush coming. That's a way of God. With every death, there's a resurrection. That's a way of God. Are you listening to me? I'm charged. I, I, I can teach it, but I got to prophesy it to you. Don't you know that's what God's saying? Wake up, rise up. We got to speak. Yeah, I asked him this week, grant us the keys to the city. He gave Peter the keys of the kingdom and he opened it up. Three thousand came. Keys of the kingdom. Give me just the keys of the city. Give me the keys of the business I live in. Give me the keys of my sphere. Give me the keys that I can speak into it. Are you listening to me? Say, God, give me the keys. Give me the keys of the city. Give me the keys of that sphere and authority. Give me the keys that I need to further you in this gospel. Amen? I'm not a church sitter you got to function. You're a functioning member. You're to function. If you don't function, you're not going to find the anointing. If Tom didn't function, I wouldn't have been a recipient of a prophetic word that's caused me to stand. If you would have sat there with that crazy hat on and did nothing. But he didn't. He functioned. Amen? He functioned. (laughs) I feel like James Brown. (laughs) Ha! There we go. Thank you. Function. Say, it's time to function. If you don't do anything, you're not going to experience anything. You've got to rise up right now. Every thought that God put in your heart, every divine idea, get up, rise up, and go. Begin to function. If you don't function, you will never experience the unction. You won't. Say, I've got to get up. i got much to do. Say, he prophesied, much work to do, much work to do, much work to do. you got it. Much work to do, much work to do. This is the hour. Damn, rising up. I'm gonna breathe every ounce that God's telling me to breathe. I'll teach. I love teaching it. And when the bones come together, but when He says prophesy it, you just open your nostrils and breathe in. Fasten your seatbelt. Let's go for a ride. Take the impartation. Just grab it. Right? That's what you do. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. To all the saints in Christ Jesus. Say, I'm in Christ Jesus. Who are in Philippi, including the overseers. Listen to that. To all the saints, listen, and to all the overseers. Say that's part of his church. And listen, there's no ego in that. He just talks about order in that. And there's order in his church in that. He's got overseers and he's got saints. You hear that? There's no ego. There's none of this posturing. That's There's not like, I thank God that I'm this. No, it's just a job and a calling that you got to oversee and join the saints. Amen say overseers they're in here. They're overseers. There's overseers in here because of God. There's saints of God in here, right? It's just by order. Say order. None better. We just do our jobs. You just do your job in your rank and order. I don't know any other way about Christ and his church. I don't know any other way, but what the Bible says, Old Testament concealed, New Testament revealed. That everybody, Ezekiel said in 36th chapter, I want to put a new heart in you, a heart of flesh. I want to make you soft. I want to make you born again. Not to stop there, to go to the 37th chapter. To be breathed on and to become an army and stand on up. Say stand up. That's what the church is for. That's what orders for. Say in Christ, in the kingdom of God. He still has a vision for his church. I've never had the burden get stronger and stronger. When 1982, I began to cry out saying, God, there's got to, is life not more than this? I begin to cry out after I drink and throw a bottle out and say, is life not more than this? And that cry and that groaning, he began answering that frustration in my life. I can't live like these guys. There's got to be more than this. This is a horrible life. I gotta know more. There's gotta be purpose. There's gotta be more than this. And I sent that frustration I didn't know then, a divine frustration into an intercession and began to cry out. God, is life not more than this? That cry got me saved. That cry got me born again. That cry got me on a highway called holiness. And it did you as well. Amen? You're born in Zion. Say born again. In Zion we got Babylon around us, but we're hopping, we're going through, right? The only Babylon you should have in your head and God's renewing it is the accusations of Satan and you're overcoming it by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony and not loving your life unto death. And superstition with the word of God and asceticism. God delivers us from that, amen? That's the only Babylon. Forget the rest. Do not get involved in institutional nothingness. Look for the life of Jesus Christ in reality, Amen. Got no time for kumbaya, right? Got no time for first lady. Oh, don't get mad at me. Huh? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm the first lady. That's, that's Babylon. That's not kingdom. I don't know what you're talking about. Christ said overseers in the church. Yeah, amen. Amen. It's still true today. Are you listening to me? And we gotta fight for these truths, folks. That's why we're here in the earth. Fight a good fight. Finish your race. Amen, don't sit there lethargic, get up, take up and follow. Amen. 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 Yes, yeah, it's time. I got to awaken, say I gotta awaken. Yes. To all the saints in Christ Jesus are in Philippi, including the overseers, we're all one. Say we're one. I remember <laughs> maybe think of an old friend. We are one in the spirit, Boom, boom, We are one in the soul, Pop, pop, We are one in the body, Bam. Bam, and what else? And God has made me whole. I know. You said, well, you don't sing that good. Just listen to the words. <laughs> Get the content. Forget about the talent. <laughs> Including overseers. Deacons. Deacons also. Say deacons. Yeah, we need some more deacons. Amen? We need some more deacons. We need more ministry of the deacon. This is Christ's church. Say it's his church. It's a beautiful picture. When you look at John 12, it's a beautiful picture of the living church. You read in your Bible, John chapter 12, the vision of God. John 12, Jesus is sitting at a table, overseeing that table. Lazarus, who once was dead, is now experienced resurrection, and he's testifying. Say testifying. In the church. Amen? Mary's running around saying, you want something to eat? Because you're going to get tired. But get that spiritual meat right now. And Jesus is sitting back and you gotta know, he's smiling watching Lazarus said, I was dead and these guys had to unwrap me and loose me and let me go. I was dead, but resurrection brought me back to life. I got a story. I got a testimony. I got something to say. And Mary said, hold on, I'll get you, I'll get you a biscuit. I'll get you a sasitza, an Italian food. Right? We need Mary. Say, say Mary's in the church. Martha's in the church. I don't know. I get confused which one's which. One's down there breaking alabaster boxes and washing the feet. That's Mary. Say, I'm a Mary. I got to break that box. Everything that he gave me and loved me with, I love him right back. Wash his feet. I got to serve and help people out. And you're doing it. Say, I thank God you're doing it. Say, your neighbor, you're doing it. I'm a beneficiary of it. I don't even know if that's the right word. I get the benefit of it. Yeah, okay. I'm about to stay with God then. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm benefiting from it. Anna's benefiting. People are coming. They bring food. They bless us. People come and buy your groceries and say, hey, I bless you. I'm blessed. Amen? Amen. That's a supply, of the bountiful supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ that we are experiencing and being recipients in. That's Mary. Say, is that Martha or Mary? Who is that? That's Martha. Say, I'm a Martha. I'm a Mary. I'm a Lazarus. I might have died to some things. Sometimes I have people talk to me. So much nostalgia. Oh, I wish things were like they used to be. I tell them they'll never be like it used to be. It's never like that in anything we go through with God. It was never like that with Joseph. He said, oh, I'd love to hang around my brothers and tell them about the great j- dream and how they're going to worship and fall down. I'd love to. Got thrown in a hole. He never saw them again for years. And the next time that he seen them, he was in another form. They didn't even recognize him. And every affliction that you go through, every trial that tries to zap you, it's never going to be like it was. But you're going to come back in another form, say another form. Don't you know Jesus, he was rabbi to them and teacher. Then he went to the cross, died, death, burial, and resurrection, and they didn't recognize his form. And he talked to them on a whole nother level from another form. He said, yeah, I call you brother now. Something's changed. Every affliction, you're not going to remain the same. Oh, don't get discouraged. Some of you say, but that's all I got. I got to look back there. No, you got to look forward to what you're becoming. Yes, he does have more, always more, In the next thing that happens. You're never going to be like you were when the affliction started. Joseph was young, puny, and mouthy. But he got thrown in because of his brother's hate, because of betrayal, jealousy, for the word's sake, for the word's sake, say for the word's sake. And how many years went by later? We can go into this in another day, and it'll be great to hear But how many years later, he comes out with a beard, shaven razor. They don't recognize him. He's a man now. Same word. Say same word to God. Same promise given to me. I want you to get this mental note. I was praying with God, and this, this hit me strong. With every impression, there is a promise given. With every impression, there is a promise given you. I was worshiping God and, in there, and I, said, I felt the impression of God and the strength of that impression. I'm not saying a big voice. I'm saying an impression. A sense of God. And this is a sense. This is a promise to you. And I don't give it cheap because I keep every word I tell you. Are you listening to me? Say it with me. With every impression, there is a promise given. With every sensation of God, there is an essence of his spirit in it. That'll strengthen us. That'll get us over. Amen. Amen. Say, I'm not talking Babylon here. I'm not talking religion. I'm talking what Paul's talking about. The book of Philippians, a book of experience. Amen. I thank my God always, verse three. I thank my God in all my, all my remembrance of you. Always offering prayer with joy in my, in my, uh, every prayer for you all. In view of your participation in the gospel. What verse is that? Three. From the first day until now. No, it's five. Six. For I am confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will perfect it, say perfect it, until the day of Jesus Christ. For it is only right for me to feel this way about you, about you all. Let's just put it up in so small writing. You got that up there for me? What verse? even as it is meet for me to think of you all because I have you in my heart Say I have you in my heart tell your neighbor I have you in my heart I have you in my heart In so much as both in my bonds no matter what I'm in in chains bonds well, listen to this verse and read it with me and in the defense say and in the defense He's talking about the defense of the gospel another verse. He talks about the fellowship of the gospel and he's talking to us to experience that we're going to, in these days, right now, have a defense for the gospel, right? Do you know why he was in prison? The context was because Judaizers that got saved were mixing religion with Jesus. That was his fight, that mixture. What's our fight when they're trying to erase Jesus out of our nation, huh? What is our battle? We've got to herald that word. It's true anyway. We've got to preach it and be instant anyway. Amen. Whether you're hated or not hated, we're to be the lights of this world. Amen? We can't be quiet. we got to vocalize who he is because he is anyway. You come to a place in your life. He that comes to God, Hebrews eleven six says, believes that he is because he is. He is anyway. He just is. You get to that place, you put a period behind it in your life. He that comes to God must believe that he is because he is. Period. Say, He is. is. I am. am. He is. is. Amen. 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 I have you in my heart, in in my bonds, and in the defense, say defense. Say, no mixtures in me. No pretense. No religion. In the defense, and, say, and, positive sides, confirmation. Confirmation, say confirmation. Listen, God's investing in you when he begins to speak the I am into you and tell you who you really are. Don't you know Abram was Abram? But then God said, this day I'm going to make you (sighs) Abram. Breathe ham. And I'm going to add the H of who I am, Jehovah. (sighs) And you got life. And now I'm giving you an identity. You're going to be a father of many nations. Right? Every (sighs) in your life, let it build your life. Amen. Every weighty word that god told you who you were i am said amen and he won't leave you with just a he will confirm you tell your neighbor he'll confirm me this stuff is real folks every i am everything that i've become in christ i am said i am has been confirmed with some sort of confirmation assurance sign of reality every single thing say every single thing so that's why I'm telling you, fight for the workmanship. Don't be erased today. God labored to get that in you, to speak the Jehovah Abraham into you. I hope you got that. Did you get that? Because it's real. And people say, "Well, you're a madman, for Christ's sake." <laughs> it's just real. I can't express it. Yeah? Huh? Yeah. It's just. It's just what it is. It's real. And it's been 32 years, and every time he says, (sighs) defensive and confirmation, there's going to be a confirmation in your life. You're not going to go around wondering, well, uh, am I really this, or should I really be this? Stick around, there is a confirmation, amen? He'll establish you in what he called you in. In defense and confirmation of the gospel, say defense of the gospel. No mixtures in me, God, no mixtures in me. No religion, no tradition, none of that stuff. No Babylon. Let it fall in my life. Babylon started in Genesis chapter, four, or chapter 11. It's the fourth fall of man. I looked at it and I go, amazing. Because we're kind of like there now in our nation. There was four falls in Genesis. One of them was, uh, you know, Adam, we know the fall. And then there was another fall. I can't, I can't even remember. Noah, there was a fall because of violence in the earth. I'm trying to remember them all. Noah, there was violence and God had to flood the earth. And those were... Those were false. Say false. And they were because of sin and they were different things. But this fourth fault in Genesis chapter 11 is inward rebellion. Say inward rebellion. It wasn't outward sin. It wasn't fornication. It wasn't any of that stuff. It was inward rebellion. Everybody ducked when I did that. Norm was like, I rolled with it. Inward rebellion, and that's where our nation's at Babel. They said, you know what, God, we know that you're the creator of everything and you're that, but we don't want you. Get out. You create." They kicked the creator out by an inward rebellion. They refused him. And that began the beginning called Babel. Say Babel. And that Babel grew into Babylon. King Nebuchadnezzar fostered it. And it went further. In Babylon, they took the utensils of God, the purity of God, and they put them in religion. And God had to get them out. Amen. And Babylon continued to grow. All the way into Revelations, Babylon grew and really connected close to the Antichrist and the Antichrist spirit. Babylon's right there until one point in Revelation It says, Babylon has fallen. Say fallen. It grew. Amen. It's grown. and It's in our nation. And we're kicking God out and we can't do that. It's his. He owns this place. He says, the nations are a drop in the bucket. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And I bought this and it belongs to me. You can't kick me out. And we're still here. Say, I'm still here. Amen. And you may suffer affliction for that in the days to come. That's happening. Afflictions for His namesake. Ridicule for His namesake. Amen? I don't, I don't want it to happen. It's going to happen anyway. I got amen. It's a bad habit right now. <laughs> in my heart, in defense of the gospel. Say, defense of the gospel. As I'm talking, whatever you got to defend that gospel in your life first. Whatever it is that you're allowing mixture in your life, pretense in your life, in the defense of the gospel, amen, and the confirmation of the gospel. See, that's a positive side. Everybody likes that. Say confirmation. You are all partakers of my grace. Say grace. Say grace gets it done. Grace makes it happen. Grace is the triune God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, according to Paul. He said, I am what I am by the grace Of God it wasn't just a definition of unmerited favor. It was a person called grace. He made me the I am made me who I am Next verse I'm just gleaning say I'm just gleaning through Philippians before we go on for God is my is my record How greatly I long after you in the bowels say in the spirit Say right in here in my belly right here. That's where God dwells of Jesus Christ next verse and This I pray that your love may abound Yet more and more in the knowledge and in all judgment. Say that. Pray that with me. Say, I'm praying with Paul. Let's do it. I'm praying with Paul. And I pray this, that my love may abound yet more and more in the knowledge and in all judgments. Let's pray it. God, we pray that the love, your love may abound in us yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment. Next verse. That you may approve. Listen, that prayer set us up for some discerning. I was talking to a young uh, person of God, and I was telling him, you got a great gift in your life. you got this gift that you see, and, and I know God's going to sanctify your seeing from suspicion to discernment. Because the love is going to abound in you. If, if you function outside of love, you're going to be suspicious. And you're going to have a great gift, but it's got to be sanctified by love that you can discern. Amen? It adds the grace to the truth. Right? That you may approve. So when I prayed that prayer, I might approve some things. Things that are excellent. That you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ. Next verse. Being filled with the fruits of righteousness. That's the outcome. Say righteousness. Righteousness. Living right before God when nobody's watching. Right? Living right before God when you're alone. In money dealings. We've talked about that before. In issues, sexual issues. Living right with God in your own heart when nobody's watching. Living right with God when you're at that office and you're tempted to push that button to that Jezebel spirit and seduction called pornography. And you refuse it and put it down. Righteousness just grew in your life. Fruit of righteousness. That's being a man of God right there, folks a woman of God right there in secret and he'll reward you openly which are by Jesus Christ unto the glory say the glory and to the praise of God next verse but i would that you should understand brethren that the things which happen unto me have fallen out rather unto the furtherance of the gospel say anything that happens to me is for the furtherance of the gospel say the say the fellowship of the gospel I said it earlier, I think it's verse 2, that's participation of the gospel. The defense of the gospel, say defense of the gospel. The confirmation of the gospel, and the furtherance of the gospel. That works in us, say it works in me. That works in real Christians. That's the happening of God in our lives, amen? Say it with me one more time. The fellowship of the gospel. The defense of the gospel. The confirmation of the gospel. The furtherance of the gospel. Next verse. But I would that you should understand, brethren, the things which happened unto me haven't fallen out, rather to the furtherance of the gospel, so that my bonds, the situation that I'm in, the chains I'm in, in Christ, he didn't even say in that place. He's saying, in Christ, I'm in some chains. He said, I want to be a bondservant. I want to be in some chains for Christ. Amen? I'm not talking about suffering. I'm talking about in Christ. Manifest in all the in, in all the, the palace and in all other places. Next verse. And many of the brethren in the Lord waxing confident. <laughs> that's awesome. Listen, that's a happening of God. I've seen that happen in Anna's testimony. I've seen that happen in Trish's testimony. That a confidence came to some of the, the, the young guys in the body of Christ here. They told me about it. The confidence came from their testimony, from Anna's, from Triss's. I remember that. And from the testimony, that even the one I gave last week, about $780,000 being purchased, paid in full, that we don't have to pay. That that brought them some type of faith. One person said, I don't know why that awakened me and brought me something in faith. I don't know why that happened. But it, it looked real to me. That's a testimony. Say a testimony. And whatever you're in, say whatever I'm in. I'm confident. By the bond's... I'm confident in that. In the waxing confident by my bonds are much more bold to speak the word without fear. What was that? Did I go to the other scripture? Go back to 13. So that my bonds in Christ are manifest in all the palaces that go on in the next 14. I just saw it differently. Let's go. In the Lord waxing confident by my bonds are much more bold to speak the word of God. Okay, you get bolder to speak the word of God when you hear the testimony of God. Amen? The experience of God in somebody's life. Amen? Yeah, but you've got to do that when you're not experiencing anything. People tell me things are looking up. I said I had to look up before things were looking up. (laughs) I'm telling you, it's a hard thing to do, but God's with you. You gotta look up before they look up. Next verse. Some indeed preach Christ out of envy, some out of strife, and some also out of goodwill. Next verse. The one, the one preach Christ of content, of contention, not sincerity, Supposing to add to my affliction and bonds and don't you know that happens to the church to, to jesus christ the church of god Don't you know that happens that these guys that preach christ out of pretense They pre you know, look I changed the channel. I don't even want to give it time a day probably shouldn't I won't mention it But preachers of a certain city. It's a debauchery Not all of them, but the ones that I've seen It's just a joke and a game And nevertheless people are in their pews and i'm saying oh my god the church is being robbed by these by these uh by these hireling funny men. Men that have more of an ego than serving Christ. They're, they're, it's ridiculous. I don't even want to get into it. I'll turn my channel. Oof. And they do that and it puts pressure on the reality. The real word of God. It muddies the real word of God. And when you say <laughs> you're, a, you're a Christian. And they go, oh, you're one of those ones that I just saw on a reality show. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. And that puts pressure. I, I, did, I don't have the revelation. But it puts pressure on me. I don't. I don't like it. It puts pressure on you. It should. I don't like it. It's not Jesus. It's religion in Babylon. They don't belong in those places. Sometimes people's mother called him to preach and, and not God Himself. Just saying. End of story. Let's go on. Where we're at. But the other out of love, knowing that I'm set for the defense of the gospel, he ends it with that. Let's, keep, let's continue on. I'm going to finish. I just wanted to read through that because Anna and, and had spoken and uh, Joseph. What then, notwithstanding every way, whether in pretense or in truth, I don't know how he does it. I'm still looking for it. Maybe I'll get it sometime before I leave this earth. Whether in pretense and truth, Christ is being preached. And I therein do rejoice. The best I got with this for me, I don't get any of that. I will rejoice. I just got to because he said to. Because I don't see how it doesn't put pressure on the true and doesn't muddy the water. But he said so, and that's the word of God. So I will rejoice. <laughs> you know, the best I got is that sometimes people, that they just read the scripture and, and it recorded does something. The Holy Spirit does something with the word of God, even without a vessel of God. That's the best I got. Amen. Next verse. For I know that this shall turn to my salvation deliverance, healing, furtherance, through your prayer and the supply, the epe corregos. If I, if I could find that, I found it one time in a, in a Greek, and it was amazing. I had to run it out. It kept running out. I might have pasted it, but it was like, instead of just epe corregos, a dance step, it was it was uh, actually the koragos, and it was the, the band leader that provided the instruments and every single thing that we needed, and the song. I, it was like this, I, I, I wish I could find it again. I will, my wife says. See, I will. you will, Craig. Don't fret, little buckaroo. <laughs> Good thing she's here for that, right? Amen. That's right, she's here. This turning out for her salvation as well as your salvation and all of our salvations, as long as we don't stop and we just keep holding on. The other day, <laughs> I don't know if I can say it, and I said, man, I got hit so hard this week. I feel like I'm hanging on. I'm hanging by a thread. I said, you're not hanging by a thread. We're living by a prayer. Yeah, halfway there. Amen. Yeah, that's another song. Yeah, living by a prayer. The prayers of the saints. Amen. Not hanging by a thread, living by a prayer. I won't sing that for you. I'm not going to give them the credit. I won't even try. That 80s. I don't have the 80s hair. I just want to keep the hair I have. I forget it. For I know that this will turn to my salvation through your prayer and the supply, the epe of Jesus Christ. Right? Next verse. According to my earnest expectation and my hope, say my hope. My hope is in God. I have a lively hope because of God. I have a regenerated hope, Peter says. It's not just, I hope so. It's a confident expectancy because the knower said so. Amen. And there's nothing I shall be ashamed. I won't be ashamed. Say, I'm not being ashamed. He said that. You say that with me. That in nothing I shall be ashamed. Say, I'm ashamed in nothing. I'm not ashamed in anything that I'm going through because I'm going through it. I'm going to glorify God in it. Through it, I'll not be ashamed in anything, but that with all boldness, say boldness, as always, so now also Christ shall be magnified. Say he's magnified. He's magnified in my life, in my situation. Tell your neighbor, Christ is magnified in my situation, in my bonds, in my afflictions. It's all for the furtherance of his gospel. It's all for the glory of God. And I'm speaking it boldly, that he be magnified in my body. That he be magnified in her body, already is beginning to see something. Remember I told you sarcastically, what do you need? A million dollars in a miracle? The million dollars came, thank you, God. Seven hundred and eighty thousand dollars paid in full. The miracle. She can open her mouth and eat food like she's never been able to eat it in the last year. She said the pain has left the back of her jaw. Craig, I could put my toothbrush back. Craig, I could eat meat. That's a that's that's a happening of God. And I'm thanking him for that. Amen. Amen. I had a doctor come and say, your kidneys are good. Your nerves aren't damaged from that treatment. That's a big deal. I said, thank you, God. Amen. Amen. Magnified in the body. 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 Magnified in the body of Christ. Magnified in your body. Magnified in your body. Magnified in your life. Magnified in your life. Magnified in my body. Whether it be life or by death, whether it's by life or by death, I'm willing to stand. Whether I burn, I'm not burning, but I'm standing. That's what he started with. Daniel chapter 3. I know my God will and he is able, but if he doesn't, I'm still standing. Bless God. Amen. Are you listening? Thank you, God. shall be magnified in my body, whether it be by life or by death. Next verse. For to me. Huh? For to me. To live, say that. For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Nobody needs to go anywhere from this church right yet. God just began to work a workmanship that you can be used in a real way. You don't need to go anywhere yet. Are you listening to me? Though you might want to. Though there's times, maybe in Anna's life, said this sucks. Sorry, Jimmy and Beth. This stinks. <laughs> This stinks, this is horrible Sometimes I'd rather just get out of here And to be absent from my body To be with him in glory But for your sake Say for your sake you got to stick around Grandparents for his sake For our sake you got to stick around It's easy to say come on get me On the wings and chariots to glory It's hard To go through the afflictions And to stand and having done all to stand Stand some more when you puke your lungs out, stand some more. When you look like a little wounded bird that you can't stand up and you have somebody help you strengthen you. That gets hard. But it's, you got to remain. you going nowhere. No one's erasing, no one's silencing your gift and grace and voice. Not now. For me to live is Christ. Say to live is Christ. And to die is gain. Next verse. But if I live in the flesh... This is the fruit of my labor. Yet what I shall choose, I, I wot not. That that almost sound like it. I wot not. I don't know what that is. That's King James. But if I live in the flesh, okay, go on, next verse. For I am in a strait, I'm pressured, it's narrow. I'm betwixt between the two ideas. Having a desire to go away and be with him in a full measure of glory, or to be to be with Christ, to depart or be with Christ, which is far better. I'll read that again the right way. Having a desire to depart and to be with Christ, which is far better. Next verse. Nevertheless, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you. Tell your neighbor, I need you. Don't go nowhere. Stick around. I need you. Don't be erased. I need you. Don't be silenced. I need your voice. I need the supply, the bountiful supply that you bring. I need that. Amen. We need that as a church, as a body of Christ. Yes. Next verse. And having this confidence, I know that I shall abide and continue with you all for your furtherance and joy of faith. Yeah, amen. Joy of faith. I think Arthur prayed something last night. Joy. Say, man, We're going through some things. I'm paraphrasing like I always do. Hey, we're going through some things, but we need the joy, God. There's joy. Yeah, we need some joy. Yeah, we do. We need some joy. Yeah, there's joy in the morning. There's joy, right? The joy of the Lord is my strength. Not not just happiness. It's not going to mean it's an easy day. You know those old Navy SEALs say the only easy day was yesterday. <laughs> That's what they say. That's their mantra. What? What? You're getting up? Yeah, the only easy day was yesterday because it's finished. Get up today. I was talking to my my precious mom. She said, "Craig, I'm praying every second I walk down the hall. I'm praying night. I'm praying day." I said, "Mom, I bet you're ready to move to Carmel and become a monk." And she laughed. She goes, "I am praying. There's miracles, you know. I do know, Mom. You." The radical little Dago you. <laughs> yeah, she said, I'm praying night and day. I said, Mom, she goes, but sometimes I think too much. And I get alone. And, and I turn on the TV so I don't have to think. I said, Mom, some mornings I get up, I just say, live, Craig, don't think. I'm on my bed just like this. You know how you wake up at first and you go slow? Don't be slow to wake up. Because you sit there and you start thinking, okay, this is the morning. And this is the situation that I'm in. And this is, and this is, and this is. No more. God in my heart is, Don't think. Just live. Live and move. Live and move. I'm not in denial. Just live and move. Because if you think too much, you're going to sink. If you think, you sink. If you move and live, you magnify God in your body. Say, I'm moving. I'm living. I'm not going to think and sink. I'm going to live and move. In Him, I live and move and have my being. i got to live. Don't think. Just move. You'll be surprised what it does. I've gotten through many a day. Just live, Craig. Don't think. You start functioning. Who you really are anyway, instead of all this mental constipation. Huh? All right. And having this confidence, I know that I shall abide and continue with you all for your furtherance and joy of faith. Next verse. That your rejoicing may be more abundant. Say you're rejoicing more abundant in Jesus Christ for me by my coming to you again. Next verse. Only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ. That whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs. Not your affairs. Not Read that right, you guys. No affairs. Say no affairs. No affairs. Of your affairs that you stand fast in one spirit with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. Read that with me. One spirit. That's, that's pretty, that's a big deal. One spirit in God. That's what the bones of Ezekiel means coming alive. That we become one spirit. That's organic. God joins us in spirit. We're joined to the Lord. Say, joined to the Lord. And then we're to be joined to the body. Bone to bone. Joint to joint. For a supply, right? Another kind of supply. There's a joining in spirit, and that comes organically. The hard one? Joined in the spirit. Where are we at? That you may stand fast in one spirit. Say, one spirit. I could do that organically in its order. With one mind is harder. I try to join every, every believer, the universal body of Christ. I've been meeting some precious people through the week, older men. I I want, I give, I want to give them honor. These older apostle guys are older. I, I I feel, uh, how do you say, life, but I'm not connected with them in mind. I could be joined to them in spirit, right? But it gets the mind, gets the hard part. It goes back to the defense of the gospel. We can be joined in spirit, but our minds, wherever our minds are unrenewed, we can't connect. David and Jonathan were knit in their souls. That's a beautiful thing. Not only one in spirit, but they thought the same. They functioned the same. They believed the same. And that's what Paul said, I don't want any divisions among you. That's in the soul. We're joined in spirit in the soul. Don't have divisions. You're connected. Have your minds renewed so you think the same and can be joined not only in soul in spirit, but in soul also. Knitted. Jonathan was knitted with David in soul, emotions, thinking. Amen? Say, I'm, I'm shooting for that. Say, we're shooting for that. Because we got so many people with so many different beliefs, but if we're all one. Say, we have one baptism, one faith, one spirit, one Christ. It's his word. And if we all agree on his word, not just the theologies and the doctrines, but the revelation and reality of Christ and the spirit of it, we're going to connect in soul. And there won't be divisions. And we'll be one strong. I almost said it. I don't know, what it was. I don't even know if that's a cuss word. Back in the day, we say one strong mamma jamma. I don't even know what it means. I don't even remember anymore. You remember that? Like he remembers that. Sing the song to me. I'm a bad mama-jama. Is that how it goes? <laughs> Okay. That's not right? Okay. So what does that mean? Definitions change. We talked about that yesterday. Definitions do change. In my day, when we said in my mom's day, I just feel happy and gay. And we go, all right. Now I say happy and gay. Ooh. Right? I told these guys last night we were chatting, I laughed so hard, went home and laughed some more. I like to laugh. Ha ha ha. ha. Say a merry heart makes me like a medicine. I was talking about a scripture. Help me with it, Anna. Isaiah 8 1. Speed the spoil. Hasten the booty. See, I said definitions change. In your day, booty means something totally different than that Bible said. Booty is a part for you. Booty is a treasure for the Bible. Huh? I'm just saying, definitions change. Say they change. They do change through the age. So what you said yesterday, you got to watch it. Look it, tattoos change. I'm, I'm off now, but I don't care. My brother-in-law got a tattoo, got a bob wire tattoo on his arm. Thought he was a bad, shut your mouth, just talking about Shaft. (laughs) Can you dig it? (laughs) I can't go wrong with that. I don't know what Mabajama means, but I can't go wrong with that. So he got a tattoo, thought he was looking pretty cool. Five years later, they said, that's in the homosexual community. What do you do with that thing? (laughs) I'd put a big honking something on it. (laughs) I'd tattoo this all the way down to my neck. Give me something big and bold that's going to remain the same. For the years to come. Because once I ink it, I can't get rid of it. I just got to cover it. Huh? Isn't that true? Aren't you glad you didn't put nothing feminine on you? Come on. Come on, rip that shirt off. Let's show how what we got. Let's look at that artwork. (laughs) Ah, I'm almost done. Got to have some fun, right? Yeah. Only let your conversation be as it becomes the gospel of Christ, whether I come and see you or else... Be absent. I may hear of your affairs that you stand fast in one spirit. Say one spirit. With one mind. Say one mind. Say we're working towards that. One mind. Striving together for the faith of the gospel. Oh, for the faith of the gospel. Another the gospel, Anna said. Let's do it together. Say fellowship of the gospel. Defense of the gospel. Confirmation of the gospel. Furtherance of the gospel. Faith of the gospel. Good job, Anna. Next verse. And in nothing, I like this. Give me Amplified. You've got to pump it. Give me some Amplified. Let's get loud with this. And do not for a moment, let's read it together. And do not for a moment be frightened or intimidated in anything by your opponents and adversaries. For such and constancy and fearlessness will be a clear sign, proof and seal to them of their impeding destructions. But a sure token and evidence of your deliverance and salvation and that came from God. And that from God. Amen. Yeah, praise Him. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be timid. I'm not going to be afraid. I'm not going to be for a moment. You're not. Say, I'm not. Not in anything. Fearlessness. Amen. Yeah, a proof that they're failing and you're gaining. Next verse, I think. Is there any more? Huh? Well, Tom, is that it, buddy? Twenty-nine. For you have been granted the privilege of Christ for Christ's sake, not only to believe, adhere to, and rely on and trust in Him, but also to suffer in His behalf. Say it's a privilege. Say it's an honor, sir. If you suffer for His name's sake and not your stupidity, it's an honor. Amen. It's an honor, sir. You can just tell him. Stand to your feet. This is where we started, and this is where we've been going. And we're not going to let go of that heavenly vision, right? In every single thing, it's the word. Say, Exodus, it's the word, it's the water, and then it's the warfare and the overcoming. It's the new birth, Ezekiel, it's the bones coming together, and in an army. In Exodus chapter 12, it's the blood on the post, standing and eating that meal and becoming that army. That's what it's all about. In Ephesians chapter 1, we're seated, say seated with him. To walk in him, fourth chapter, to stand with him. Say an army. Yeah, say an army. Say, sir, it's a privilege to suffer for your name's sake and to overcome in your name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Everybody praise him. Amen. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Yeah, praise him like you mean it. Begin to shake things up in your life. Begin to praise him like he is who he says he is. Begin to thank them. Shout unto God. Begin to praise them. Let your spirit come to the surface. Let your praises begin to be heard. Begin to shake those up in your life. I'm not erased. I'm not silenced. I'm more than conquering. No matter what. No matter what. No matter what. Amen. 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 Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Shout unto God with the voice of praise. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Shout unto God with the voice of praise. Your praise on our lips. The high praises of God. A sharp two-edged sword in our mouths to execute judgment on our enemies. Thank Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to Jesus. Glory be to the head of the church. Glory be to God. Glory, 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 glory and honor. Be unto the Lamb of God. Be unto Christ our Passover. Be unto the blood that's on the doorpost of our lives. And we eat and we drink and we war. Thank you, Lord. Every head bowed, every eye closed. You feel God surging and charging and drawing you. You know you're born again. You're joined to Jesus Christ but you're distant from his heavenly army, the body of Christ, it's time to join and connect with him in the many-membered man, to be that man-child together, to be that warrior on the earth, to stand and have each other's back, to be bone to bone. If you've been missing that and you've been in a church attender instead of one joined bone to bone, I want you to say, if you feel that in your heart, right now is my day. Lord, I'm joined to you as head. I need to join and connect with your body and become that army together. To be a voice in this earth. Amen. Raise your hand and say, God, is time. I gotta, that's a commitment, folks. That's a commitment. Yeah, there, there's, no, somebody, there's no excuse when it comes to that. That's just a simple commitment. I see the hand. I see the hand. I see there's more hands in here. You need to throw it up. You need to make that commitment. That's a commitment. That's not being regenerated. That's just being obedient. Some things you've got to pray about. Some things you just obey. It's time for his church to be as it's supposed to be. A glorious church. Without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. Amen. A church that he built that you're a part of and I'm a part of. Amen. Not a coffee house. Not a Bible study. His church where the governments are and his headship is and his kingdom rules. Amen. Anyone else? Throw your hand up. Say it's time. I had a guy tell me yesterday I was counseling him and telling me, man, I got a dream. And uh, those of you who your hand, just follow through. I, I'm not, just follow through with your commitment. It's just obey it. It's, it's Some things you just got to end and settle. In your life. Well, I think I I feel, I had people tell me, most people sit down. I'm almost done. You can sit down. Pathetic things. Well, I felt led to go to church today. No, you're never led to go to church. (laughs) You just go to church and join and assemble together. You don't got to be led for that. You don't need ultra spiritualism. You just put one foot in front of the other and say, Here I am to connect. It is my obedience to Christ. Because definitely in this place, you're not joining a coffee house. You're not joining a hip happening. You're joining Christ as head in the kingdom of God. I can tell you that boldly and confidently. Been here too long. Amen? it's time. And tell those people that you know that are far off and disjointed. Say, Adam, Adam, where are you? God loves you. Come back. Get placed where you belong. And let's grow in this together. And let's make a difference, right? Babylon doesn't make. Babylon joins itself to, to the Antichrist. The kingdom of God is what makes the difference, folks. That's what we're about. Amen? I'm going to stop preaching in a minute. I know I will. I will, I will, I will. I'm done. I really am done. But I'm charging you. I'm charging you. It's time, right? It's time. I'm going to end it with this. One more scripture. 1 Peter chapter, oh, 2 Peter chapter 1. And I'm not going to do it. It's because I'm done. That's that, and so do whatever you guys want. I'm finished. I am done. No sense in belaboring.
1: I'm not done. <clears throat> I'm just going to get started. There's two, two fragments that I want to pick up. The first fragment is uh, where there is no ox, the stall is clean. That's a proverb. And the reality of that is if we have no workers, we have nothing to clean up. We have nothing to go behind and say, hey, let's let's get this. I wish we had a hundred stalls and every one of them we had to clean up. Because the reality is I got someone working. I got someone going to work and doing some things. And they're gonna mess up sometimes. But so what? God's redemption and God's reality of who he is, you will have a testimony even in that. We have to know that we got to go to work. Some of you work in the oil field. What do you think and what happens to you when a person doesn't show up? Where does the load go? It goes to the other guys that did show up for work. You know, it, it, it's just that way. What's the scripture about many hands? Say it louder. Many hands make light work. Jimmy, Jimmy testified that to that earlier. He had a lot of wood. And the reality of that was if he had had to done it himself, it would have been hard on his back, it would have been hard on his body, but with people showing up, it wasn't as big of a burden on him. And that's what we need to do. We need to carry the burden. On to the second point. Jesus said, no one takes my life, I lay it down. Now that's kind of hard to see because he was in chains. (laughs) He had a lot of men with weapons all about him. He was being beat. It's hard to see that he was saying he laid it down. But the reality was he could have called 10,000 angels and it had been over right then. His power, his ability to call, it had been over. But he didn't. That's me. the reality of this is no one takes Anna's life. She has to choose to lay it down. And as long as she says no, as long as the saints are here girding her up, she will not lay her life down. When the time comes, in his time, for all of us, But as long as she says no, the word of God and his promise is that she will continue. Continue to live the life at this piano, at this pulpit, as she has touched your lives. To continue to do the work of ministry. Understand that. Understand that when the, when the choice is yours. What will you do? Will I take up my cross and follow him continuously? Or will I lay down my life? Like Jesus said, no one takes it, I choose it. That was mind-blowing for me. Mind-blowing. Because he knew there was purpose in every section of, And moment of his life. There is purpose. Man, it it flooded me when Craig was saying, Ain't nobody going nowhere because there is still work to do and purpose in your life. And I'm telling you, it's good to wake up and go to work. It's good to wake up and go to work. Seek his assignment. Seek his way. Seek, Seek what he wants you to do. Today and walk, keep walking and keep walking. And only thing that can interrupt you is the voice of the Lord. Wait, stop. Go another direction. The voice of the Lord is the only thing.